street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and he says, Hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked into my kind of path. I said, Hey man, I am cool. I am the breeze.
Alright, everybody knows what time it is now. It's time for your resident pyromaniac, DJ Fire, to burn everything down. And we have one song we're going to play, and after that song, we will have Carlo with Wormhole Death Records. Yeah! From Italy, live! Join our chat room to ask questions and get them answered live on air. But before that, we're gonna we're gonna give you a taste of some Axe Master with ten thousand pound hammer.
And you are back with DJ Fire and Fire's Flames, where you want the best. I got the best, right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. And now we have Carlo with Wormhole Death Records live. Hey, Carlo, how's it going? Hello, hello everybody. I'm good, thanks. And you guys? Oh, we're doing great. Very good. So, for those who may not know, why don't you tell us a little bit about Wormhole Death? Yeah, um, so Wormhole Death is, uh, is a record label that uh, started uh, around uh, 13 years ago. We celebrated a few years ago the first decade, uh, the first 10 years of uh, activity with the label. And uh, it started because uh, of my friendship with uh, Emiliano Lanzoni from mm -hmm. Aural Music, which is uh, the mother company that uh, that um, started Wormhole Death as a, as a sub label. Because mm -hmm. uh, Aural Music is uh, is a is a is a mother label uh, from Imola, Italy and they have around 10, 10 record labels and uh, I asked Emiliano for for a meeting because I wanted to I wanted to ask him if he was interested in uh, letting me start a new label under his uh, under his company because uh, I wanted to do something very modern and uh, and uh, catchy at the same time because he, he mainly had the black metal, experimental, death metal, and brutal labels. Mm -hmm. So creating something, creating something different for him was uh, was something good, you know. Yeah. And uh, for me, instead, it was my it was it was my dream to create my own label to produce my own music, you know. Yeah. And uh, we went uh, at lunch. On the mountains in between Tuscany and Emilia, because I am in Tuscany, he's in Emilia Romagna. So, in between us, there are the mountains, Appendini, mm -hmm. Tosco Emiliani. And we met in this uh, restaurant uh, and I uh, explained to him what I wanted to do. Uh, and he told me, Yes, let's do it. Uh, also, because he was a fan of my music when I was a musician, when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And uh, he even offered me deals with my band. So he, he, I mean, I went there with uh, with a quite uh, strong appeal, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for him. And so he accepted, and uh, we released uh, four albums. The sound initially was uh, more like dark, dark and uh, melodic metal, obscure bands basically mm -hmm. uh, and then we kept uh, producing uh, technical obscure bands uh, between uh, in between dark metal uh, death metal but always uh, with this very dark and obscure touch you know mm -hmm. that was the that was the main uh, idea behind uh, the label concept and then uh, we kept to producing album, producing albums throughout the years, uh, and then we opened the roster a little bit to more commercial things, more 
mainstream music as well and uh, we started uh, this new sound concept called uh, Opera Core that was, uh, that was created uh, to produce bands that uh, play this kind of uh, obscure, down-tuned uh, death metal, death core with opera vocals. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, we produced uh, Chrysalis, which is uh, the band of uh, Chiara, now she sings in Therion. She's, she's the singer of Therion. Okay. Uh, but uh, she had this band uh, with this very low-tuning uh, uh, instruments and uh, this, very, this very compressed sound and production, very modern and brutal and obscure with opera vocals. And then we started producing more bands, and so we created this new uh, sound which was called the Opera Core, and then we started producing movies as well. We have produced uh, the first, the, the last movie from uh, Susi Medusa Gortardi, which is uh, an Italian, uh, an Italian director. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mainly produces uh, fetish movies uh, for for the adult industry, but. Uh, for us has produced this very obscure movie and then we have released another uh, horror movie thriller from another independent uh, director from uh, France uh, called Steve Fabry mm-hmm. and uh, so we we have we have created basically <coughs> four five uh, divisions the first division was the the, the music division where we were producing uh, bands uh, from all over the world mm-hmm. then we had this opera core division that was producing by producing very selected bands and then we had this movie division as well and then we started the publishing division that was uh, publishing bands from uh, other labels, we have bands from uh, so many other labels like Life Force, uh, Scarlet, uh, and so on. Even American labels, uh, we publish bands uh, from other labels. And then we started, uh, obviously, the digital uh, division that was uh, was created to release the bands uh, uh, where we don't have much budgets for, mm-hmm. but we want to try to give them uh, a chance anyway and so we released the album digital without uh, investing a lot of money on CDs and uh, all those kind of things and we see how it goes That's so to give a chance also to the bands that we should uh, that we should uh, reject you know because mm-hmm. uh, we can't we can sign every band but on the digital market is that is easier because uh, the costs are just for the promotion, so it's easier to sign more bands and release more bands. And so all of that uh, uh, started to get bigger and bigger, and then we started the office in Japan, because we have uh, done so many licensings in Japan, because uh, all the Japanese labels were licensing our albums mm-hmm. there. You know, Media Factory, Soundaholic, uh, uh, Rubicon, uh, Rantone, uh, I can list you 
so many Japanese labels uh, releasing albums from my roster mm-hmm. and then uh, we decided to open our own office in Tokyo because uh, uh, the business in Japan was uh, getting bigger and bigger so we decided to join forces with uh, this very this very cool guy called uh, Masaiko Kishimoto. Mm-hmm. He has more than 25 years uh, experience in the Japanese market. Oh, awesome. And then uh, recently we started our own office in Los Angeles with uh, three people working in there and promoting the bands uh, 24-7 in the US as well. And uh, so it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and now we have uh, basically uh, 350 releases catalog oh, wow. distribution basically in every country of the world uh, our own offices now we also have an office in Norway Thomas Thomas Hansen mm-hmm. he used to be the guitar player from Ragnarok and he's taking care of our bands in Scandinavia which is also another very important market you know mm-hmm. uh, we are starting offices in Chile South America we have uh, a deal with uh, Helio Records in Brazil to release all, all our bands so it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger basically we can't stop it now and we don't know where we're gonna end up yeah. <laughs> but, uh, i'm sure that <laughs> take over the world yes <laughs> we started with a four with a with a with a lunch uh, in uh, in the mountains uh, on the mountains uh, of uh, tuscany and emilia with uh, emiliano lanzoni uh, which I greet, uh, I, I Emiliano, and, uh, and then we ended up uh, <laughs> like this. I don't know how to describe it, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> it just exploded on you. Yeah, yeah basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. Oh, we have one comment no, that came in. It's not a question, but it's a comment from one of our listeners. Her name is Deb, and she says to let you know she wants an office job with you. Sorry, what what is she looking for? An office job. She wants to work with Wormhole Death in an office. Uh, Where is she located? Uh, I believe she's in Colorado. Hmm. Okay, tell her to contact me directly. I'm always uh, I'm always open to new to new proposals and new people. You know, because uh, that's how we got bigger and bigger. So. Mm -hmm. Well, she just heard you say it, too. <laughs> yeah, she happens to be tuned in right now. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> so what are some of the bands that you have on your label right now? Uh, sorry, said it What are some of the bands that you have on your label right now? Well, which are some of my bands? Yes. What are some of the band's names? Ah, okay, yeah. Uh, so, well, we have, um, now we are taking care about, uh, about um, we're taking care of uh, around 20 bands, which we are developing quite, uh, quite heavily. We mm-hmm. have a charger, we have a, we, we are pushing a lot now, a band of, from Sweden, it's called Charger. 
and uh, they have a very very strong album uh, produced by uh, produced by Fredman Studio, which is uh, which is the biggest studio in in Europe, basically. Mm-hmm producers of many 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 famous bands then we have uh, another band from serbia called mad factory still produced by the guys from uh, from fredman studio then we are pushing this new band called arays from france we released the single yesterday and those guys yesterday morning and we already have uh, more than 10,000 plays on the video awesome so in, in, yeah, just one, just in one day. Arise, they play a mix of uh, black metal and hardcore. Then, uh, then we are pushing uh, a band from Finland called Lamori. They mm-hmm. play gothic metal. Uh, another band uh, from Italy, which have been touring with all, basically the, all the existing uh, big bands uh, uh, in Europe. Uh, they're called The Shiver, mm-hmm. and they play alternative rock uh, then we are pushing uh, another band uh, which is called the way of purity mm-hmm. then uh, we are pushing quite heavily uh, bleed someone dry which is another deathcore band uh, uh, then uh, there are so many so these are the first that come to my mind obviously i should uh, i should talk about uh, about every band that we signed, but uh, I was in a meeting with uh, with a Turkish band today, Bipolar Architecture, mm-hmm. which also are amazing. They play some kind of post uh, post rock uh, mixed with uh, black metal. Uh, I like signing the bands which are very which has this very heavy contamination, you know, mm-hmm. which have this this uh, idea of. Uh, of uh, mixing uh, genres that uh, apparently have nothing to do, you know, right. uh, in like uh, like for instance, uh, I have produced an album f- from uh, Shadow Dream, which is a Serbian guy, and uh, it's it's ambient jazz, mm-hmm. and uh, we have done more than twenty five million streams. Uh, in the U.S. with this record, awesome. and uh, yeah, that, that was I an experiment it. because I got this master from this guy, and uh, it was uh, so beautiful because it was it was this mix of ambient and jazz. And I said, uh, "Look, but we are a metal label," and he said, "I, I don't care. I just want to work with you. I just <laughs> want to release the album with you, and uh, I don't give a shit if it's can, can I say shit or is it? Yes, yeah, you can, good, man." man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> and uh, and he said, I want to release it with you. I don't care. And uh, we have we have reached uh, more than twenty five million streams with uh, with this album. It's called the Sun Settler Motto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I like signing the bands which have these very. Very strange angle, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they, they mix uh, genres that apparently have nothing to do with that, you know. These guys that we released uh, yesterday, arrays, uh, they mix uh, black metal and hardcore. Oh wow! And they have uh, yeah, and the lyrics uh, are about magic 
and uh, occultism, hmm. which has nothing to which has nothing to do with hardcore, for instance. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's great because uh, it's new. It's not. It's refreshing. So what I'm always looking for is bands who will mix uh, the strange. The, 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 the strange way, you know, like uh, when we created the opera core, that was the same thing, you know, because yes, there were a lot of uh, bands who played uh, metal, opera metal, you know, like uh, all the bands from Nuclear Blast uh, yep. yeah. records, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> nobody was, was doing something that was uh, actually mixing deathcore hardcore with the opera, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a band in Russia that I like um, called Imperial Age. They're uh, symphonic metal. They make like yeah. an entire symphony with metal. Yeah, symphonic metal is something that is, uh, is, pretty, is pretty big, you know? There mm -hmm. are so many bands and the genre, is, uh, the genre is big, but something like opera core is completely underground. You yeah. know, nobody knows it. But it's cool oh, though. That's the video from, yeah, me too. I like it. I like it a lot. But the video from Price Ali says actually eight hundred thousand views. Oh wow. So yeah, it's underground uh, but not that underground, you know, because when we created it uh, we released this video and now the video has eight hundred thousand views. And it's all eight or love. Zero or ten, zero or ten. The band was not was not happy with it because there were a lot of people who said, "Who is this? Well, what is this crap? What is this crap?" And there were a lot of people who said, "Oh, this is wonderful. This is beautiful." But that's how it is. I mean, uh, it has to be zero or ten because if it's five or six, that is going to be just average, you know. Mm -hmm. It has to be love or hate. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the band Lamori? Yes, Lamor, yeah. You want me to talk about them? Uh-huh. Well, first of all, I have to say that uh, this last single that we have released uh, yes. has reached uh, 400,000 plays, the video. Oh, wow. So this, yeah, this is a great uh, achievement for this band because they were, they started with, uh, with very, with very self- uh, produced albums mm -hmm. and then uh, when they started working with us uh, they were so amazed by the fact that we we helped them to make the songs much better and uh, I have been reviewing all the songs for them I've been helping them with arrangements uh, the song structures uh, vocal production and everything so when the album uh, when the album was written and finished they couldn't believe that it was them playing <laughs> the music you know yeah, they told me when we back, when we went back home. My girlfriend said, "This is not your band. You are just cheating." <laughs> and uh, and then we recorded the album. Uh, very very in this very good studio. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Lab recordings in uh, in Florence, and uh, they flew from Finland to Italy recorded mm -hmm. the album with us and then we have released it uh, and now the video has reached 400,000 views as I said the album is released basically everything Japan, Europe, 
We are waiting for the release in uh, South America because uh, with this bloody virus, uh, mm -hmm. the top two was, uh, was blocked at the custom. So we are now trying to understand uh, because if, apparently you can't ship anything to Brazil. It's, it's, it's incredible. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's released in the US as well. And uh, yeah, they started applying the tours and then the virus arrived, so the promotion has been basically on media, radio, interviews, uh, online, etc. But they couldn't play live much because uh, when the album was released uh, and we were ready with Lamori, the, the bloody virus arrived, so... Right. And we're going to take a quick break and we're going to play Lamore. We're going to play An Angel by Your Side. So stay tuned, guys. We will be back with Carlo in about four minutes.
All right, and we are back with Carlo from Wormhole Death, and we have to get him back on the line again <laughs> because we missed it. Yeah. So, I hope everyone enjoyed that song from Lamori. It's called An Angel by Your Side. And we are working on getting Carlo back. Sometimes this happens when you're doing an international interview. <laughs> yeah, live at that. <laughs> okay, we're going to put one more song in. While we, work, that Carlo while we work on getting Carlo back, we're going to go with the shiver. Yes.
And we are back, DJ Fire and Fire Flames with Carlo from Wormhole Death. We got him back. Now he's on his Wi-Fi now. <laughs> yeah, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Now we had played for you the Shiver and Bleed Someone Dry. What can you tell Ooh, us about excellent. the band The Shiver? Well, The Shiver is um, is a band which uh, I was working with them uh, quite a lot of years ago. Mm -hmm. When I was working, when I was working for another company, I didn't have my company at the time, and uh, I produced uh, a couple of albums with them. And then uh, they started uh, basically touring everywhere. They have been touring with so many big bands uh, as a support band, mm -hmm. and uh, they, they have built up this uh, this fan base because now they have a fan base thanks to these uh, big tours they have done. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the last tour they have done was the European tour with Erasmus. You know? Okay. The, 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 yeah, the band from Finland. Uh, called Erasmus and uh, they were playing 3,000 people venues with, with, with them. So in the end, uh, they they never found a label that they liked or they wanted to sign with. Uh, mm -hmm. And we met uh, and we met again uh, and uh, me and Federica, the singer, and we decided uh, to, because, because she also sings in the way of Purity, mm -hmm. which is another band that we work with, and so we decided to sign the Shiver and to release to re-release all the albums uh, that they had uh, that they have released uh, independently during during these last uh, ten years, oh, wow. uh, which are basically yeah, which are basically three albums. And uh, now we are finally preparing uh, the new record, which is going to be a full Wormhole Dead production. And released by us uh, since the, since the beginning from the first from the first release, and uh, yeah, it's being produced by uh, by an Australian producer, mm -hmm. very very good, and it's gonna be a very good record. But it's, it's taking a lot of time, so I don't know when it's gonna be ready. I don't know when it's gonna be released. Obviously, the band is now not touring because nobody's touring, so. Right. Uh, yeah, they are just concentrating in producing this album. Uh, it's a little bit of, a, of an epic, let's call it like this, uh, uh, of an epic uh, attempt because mm -hmm. uh, they are working on this record, I think, uh, since, since more than two years now. And uh, I don't know when it's going to be ready. But when it's going to be ready, it's going to be released by us. So that, that, that's for sure. Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, it's good. It's a very good band. Uh, Federica is uh, is very focused, and uh, she she teaches. Uh, she's a she's just a teacher, and uh, she's very yeah. She she's basically a rock star. Yeah. Even if she's not a rock star yet, but she she will become one day because she's she was born for that, you know. Yeah. And then we had also played uh, Bleed Someone Dry. What can you tell us about them? Mm -hmm. Bleed Someone Dry is a band uh, 
of uh, Jonathan Marcel, which is the producer. He's a producer that is working with us uh, with the label. Mm -hmm. It's a similar situation because they have been always working with uh, other labels, but they were not happy. And Jonathan is producing bands uh, for me for World Dance, so it was like uh, like. Uh, I produce bands for you, but uh, my band is signed to other labels. I think we should change this thing, and I think I, I should sign for your label as well, because okay. uh, they are never happy. They were never happy, and so it was. Uh, instead, it was uh, obviously it was witnessing the, the work that we do with the bands, and mm -hmm. uh, so he said, "Look, uh, listen to a new album. If you like it, we want to sign with you," and I was blown away by the record because the record is massive, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> in fact, it's, 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 a, it's a massive sound and uh, the, the single, an orthodox, uh, has reached, if I'm not wrong, uh, something around 2,000 and 250,000 views. Oh, awesome. Mm. 250 yeah thousand so that was also a very good uh, a very good result considering how extreme it is you mm -hmm. know yeah yeah it's it's beautiful it's just powerful you know yeah it's, it is it's amazing so what makes wormhole death different from other labels I, don't, I mean, I don't want to say we are better or worse than the other because I don't judge my colleagues, and uh, I think every la every label has his own uh, strong points uh, and his uh, and its uh, weaknesses. You know, but what, what I think, I mean, what I hear from the bands who had uh, other experiences with other labels, etc. What I hear is that we have this very this very artist-friendly approach and we are we are very close to the musicians uh, even from a human point of view mm -hmm. like uh, talking talking about uh, other stuff or uh, hanging out uh, with the musicians for beer etc so we have this very small independent record label approach but the good thing is that we have the big network behind us you know right. so because we have this uh, this worldwide distribution, we have uh, the Orchard, the Sony Music, uh, taking care about all the digital marketing for us. Mm -hmm. We have uh, our music, as I said, doing all the export worldwide. But also we have uh, Warner Chapel Music, which is Warner Music Group uh, for the publishing. Uh, so it's it's a very it's a very small label approach when it comes to the musician when it comes to the approach and the relationship with the musicians and the bands but then there is the big network behind because usually uh, what's what's the uh, what's the point the point is that if it's a very small label so friendly and close to the musicians but then they are too small they don't have a network they don't have a connection they don't have any money etc Right. The big label is the big label. Instead, uh, is is called to treat you like a number. You know, that, yeah, like you are not not even, not even a human being, and so it's never good to be on one or the other. You know, because in the end, uh, you are never happy because the small one uh, is very friendly, 
but they have no connections, no network, no no budget, no money, etc. Mm-hmm. The big one, big one, is uh, treating you like a number. So if you sell what they want, okay. Otherwise, you are just treated like uh, like an animal, and uh, you are kicked out, basically. Yeah. So hmm. instead, we have been able to create this very different situation where we have this very small label approach uh, and uh, the big network behind it. So you can benefit, the musicians can benefit of both uh, perspectives, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's awesome. So I have, that's better for them. I have a question for you. It's kind of yeah. a put you on the spot question, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now, yeah. I pull lots of music from your label yeah. and play on my okay. shows, okay? But I have this Thanks question well, that I've been dying to ask you, and I figure now is a good time, because you talked about your relationships with your artists, you know, with bands you're signing. So do you have a favorite two? And if you do, which ones and why? If you mean favorite two bands? Huh? Yeah, do you have a favorite two bands that you've worked with over your employment? <laughs> At that hole. Wormhole. Wormhole. You, wormhole you, you know the answer, right? <laughs> you know the answer already. They're all your favorite. I guess, because... Uh, yeah, I want to see you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I that's, what I, that's, what I, that's what everybody from a label would answer. Like, uh, all the bands are the same for me, you know, because uh, uh, they are all uh, on the same level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and why we don't... We don't renew the contracts uh, based on how much they sell. For instance, we renew the contracts uh, based uh, on how hard they work and on and uh, based on how nice people they are. So uh, I can tell you the bands I don't like, which are the bands that we never signed again <laughs> or we never renew the contracts, right. <laughs> are the bands uh, who are. We are doing. We are getting very good results, and they change. Mm-hmm. They become. Uh, they become like balloons. They become like inflated balloons. Yeah. Okay, I don't like these bands. So my favorite bands are the ones that stay loyal to the label, that stay loyal to their attitude and being humble. They mm-hmm. keep being humble. They stay humble, and so. The bands basically I named so far are the people who are working with me since a long time, you know, and those are my favorite bands. The bands who, I mean, there is another band I didn't mention so far, but you, I sent you the, the single Final Coil. Yeah. Final Coil mm-hmm. is a band who has, who has released uh, two albums, uh, one EP, and, uh, and uh, the singer has done a solo album with me. Lamori have released uh, two albums with me. Mm-hmm. The Way of Purity have released five albums with me. Wow. Uh, the Shiver has released uh, three albums with me because we have uh, released the, the, the discography completely. So, these are the bands uh, that uh, are loyal to the label. Mm-hmm. But I could mention Charger, for instance. Charger is a band from Sweden. This year they're going to play Walken, but they are still... The humble people, you know, they will find mm-hmm. themselves playing, playing in front of two hundred thousand people. But they still call me to ask me, "Hello, which T-shirt should I wear in the next next photo shoot?" 
red or blue or you know black you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was like it was at the beginning and there are a lot of new bands which i also like a lot and uh, we 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 gonna we gonna release very soon very soon sorry uh, i would i would love to make a list you know but the problem is that uh, problem is that uh, sometimes bands change you know and they when they see the version results uh, the bands change and it was only because they were they were good not because the label did something you know mm-hmm. differently if the things were going bad with this band it was going to be my fault you know if you know what i mean yes right <clears throat> yeah this i have is the people I, this is the people i don't like okay and there are some of them bands uh, which uh, have been acting like this i have released a band this morning from spain i flew to spain to produce the album i recorded all the songs i have uh, done everything all for free i didn't even ask one euro to the band and uh, at the first problem they have told me we want to we want to end the contract uh, because <laughs> this and this and this and that, you know? Yeah. So, f- go to hell, just go to hell, I don't care. I mean, these people, these people show themselves for, for, for what they are and for who they are sooner or later, you know? Yes, the loyal people stick with you. I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Arase. Arase, uh, this band that we released this morning, one day, 7,000 plays on the video, just one day. But Paul, Paul has been, uh, Paul the singer has, has released three albums with me, mm-hmm. with his previous band. And those albums were really not a success. They didn't sell much, uh, they didn't tour much, etc. Mm-hmm. And this guy with a new band, with a new band, he immediately came to me and said, Carlo, I want to release the new band with, with you. Because I know that uh, if I didn't have any success in the past, it was my fault, not your fault, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, fact we have done, we have uh, recorded this new album, I've been in studio with them, and now we have uh, dropped the bomb. I told you, this morning, mm-hmm. the, uh, yesterday morning, the video was released, uh, and it has already 7,000 plays, but it's growing, growing, growing every minute. And every journalist, every friend i have everybody went back to me and said this is a bomb you know these guys will have success i'm sure but paul could have uh, could have easily released the album with another label because mm-hmm. uh, his band was not successful with me for instance instead no he stayed with me and uh, he was loyal to the label and uh, I will do everything to promote this band and to make this really successful because they deserve it, you know. Right. So yeah, if I if I if I have a favorite band, I could say I could say Paul Gonzalez from Arrays. This is one of my favorite guys because he has been struggling so much with his previous band to 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 get some recognition and to get some. Uh, some uh, attention mm-hmm. and we failed basically but because the band was not original enough i mean we have produced album, albums with a massive sound for this band but it was just not original enough you know mm-hmm. not catchy enough not commercial enough 
and uh, he started with this new project arise everything is uh, everything started amazingly you know so that's 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 my answer that's my answer <laughs> that worked and you were talking it was not, but i'm sorry oh no no problem and you were talking about the way of purity and we have yeah. the way of purity we have the play we're going to play that now for our listeners and we will be back in about four minutes
I don't okay. want to <laughs> Sorry. And we are back. We're just cutting in on our conversation. <laughs> but we still have Carlo Bomb Wormhole Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. in there, Carlo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Okay, we have a question from Latino Heat. He wants to know who influenced you into making music. Uh, well, uh, when I was a kid, I was making music. Obviously, now I don't make music anymore. I produce the music and I choose music. So. I think my main influence uh, ever has been uh, Christian Death from uh, the era of uh, obviously obviously Rick Rhodes, mm-hmm. Rose Williams, sorry, Rose Williams, uh, so we are talking about uh, Death Wish, uh, All the Theaters of Pain, uh, uh, and those albums, uh, those very early Christian Death albums, mm-hmm. and this has been this has been my main influence and to be honest it has been the influence of, of many others uh, even if they don't admit or even if they don't say but uh, Rose Williams uh, and Christian Death of the first era have influenced uh, basically everybody in Los Angeles mm-hmm. even if uh, a few a few people admitted like uh, Trent Reznor from Nine Snails, uh, Marilyn Manson admitted, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, a lot of people copy copy Christian Death, copied Rose Williams, uh, pretending that they, they didn't know Christian Death. You know, right? Uh, Christian Death for me was main as has always been the main influence, and. Uh, I am so sorry that such a talent, uh, such an amazing singer, committed suicide. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Latina yes. also let me know that they are streaming this interview live on YouTube as well. Oh wow! Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, Latino. Yes, he's one of the owners of the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool, brother. Oh. Thank you. That's cool, that's cool. Thanks a lot, Latino. And we have another band that we wanted to talk about, Final Coil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I play them. Also <laughs> another very loyal band, another very loyal band from England. They're from England. Okay. So what can you tell us about them? Okay, so uh, Final Coil, uh, I, met, uh, I met Phil, uh, the singer, because he has a webzine. Mm-hmm. He has a webzine and uh, he was co- he was covering my bands all the time, and he was uh, writing articles about my bands and he was uh, interviewing my bands and uh, so when uh, he got in touch with my, with one of the producers we mm-hmm. worked with, and this, pro- uh, this producer told him, uh, "Look, if you if you want to record without the album with me." And we produce the album. Uh, I will talk to Carlo and Worm on that to see if they could sign you. Mm-hmm. And so when they, when they, when this producer came to me with a demo of Final Coil, I said, "Yeah, but this is my friend Phil, and uh, I'm gonna check the demo immediately because this guy has always been supporting me." You know, mm-hmm. so I checked. The demo. 
I checked the demo and the demo was uh, very, very good. They play this kind of uh, down tempo, uh, down tempo alternative rock mm-hmm. with a little, with a little post grunge uh, influences. Cool. Quite dark, quite dark and gloomy as well. And so I got this amazing demo. And then this producer is very trusted. He's a trusted producer. So I said, uh, just send me the new songs, the new songs for the album. If they are good, I will immediately sign you. And the songs they sent were amazing and I decided to sign the band. So I gave Phil uh, this opportunity because uh, I knew him already and he was supporting me since a long time. And obviously I didn't sign him because he was supporting me. I signed him because uh, the band was really good and the songs were really good. Right. But at the same time, I immediately decided to listen to this demo because uh, I wanted to give him uh, the chance to be heard immediately, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was yes. It was yes because uh, I liked the song, uh, the songs and uh, the style was quite original because they play, they play a style of music which is uh, quite refreshing. It's not, it's not in you, obviously. They didn't reinvent the wheel or whatever, but uh, it's very, very, it's very focused, very strong and emotional. So it's it's a band I really like, and uh, they have uh, they have been critically acclaimed. I don't know how many webzines and magazines and radios have been uh, supporting this band. A huge amounts, huge amount. They didn't play many concerts. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, they support. They supported the, the guys from Ramones. They have played some very nice shows. But uh, their little success uh, is way more. It's made is more because of the media. Mm-hmm. The media covered them uh, massively. Yeah. So, what advice would you give someone? Say they they are just getting their band together, they're just getting moving. What advice would you give them? Uh, well, the, the first advice uh, I, give, I would give them is to absolutely do not copy anyone else. Do not, uh, do not be the, the thing that we already have. Right. Don't be, don't be the thing that... Uh, is already existing just be the thing that uh, was missing actually you know mm-hmm. so try to invent something new and try to try to be to be creative uh, in a way because for me creativity nowadays uh, where everything has been done everything has been said everything has been uh, heard and released is to mix uh, the different things, you know, mm-hmm. to mix the things that apparently cannot even fit together, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that's the that's the best idea you could have yeah. to mix the, the the music genres that do not uh, uh, even fit together. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you can yeah. say like be unique. Exactly. Try to be unique. Yep. But still marketable, still right. marketable. Be be careful because sometimes being unique it means being misunderstood. So 
So that's why you should work. That's what, that's why you should work with a producer, because a producer is going to give you the possibility to be still marketable. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you're alone, the too much creativity will destroy the possibility of being marketable. And my other my other suggestion is to try to put a budget mm-hmm. on the band. You know, so you need two things. You need the money and you need the, the, the uniqueness. If you have those two things, uh, you can succeed. Cool. Yeah. And, af- and, afterwards, and afterwards, when you have been uh, successful on a, on a, let's say, a local or smaller scale, then the label will arrive and will say, okay, now I'm going to put uh, even more money on top and then I will make you successful or, uh, on a larger scale, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. right. And this is what happened to so many bands who started alone, like Anton Shikari, the Arctic Monkeys, the mm-hmm. uh, Interpol. There are so many bands who started producing their own music uh, and, and financing the promotion, but still always working with a music producer to be marketable. That's really important. Right. Right. Yeah, because I work with a lot of bands, and uh, there are times that one of my metal bands will tell me that they want to change their music. They don't want to do metal anymore because they say metal is dead. And I always tell them, metal is not dead. Metal will never die. Been around as long as I can remember, yeah. and I've always been a metalhead. So what would you say to those bands that think that, oh, we should change our style because, you know, metal may be not so popular right now? What should I say? What would I say? Yeah. No, changing style is never is never a good idea. It's uh, it's not gonna be successful. If you change your style, you just uh, basically dig your dig your own grave. Yeah, that's kind of what I tell them. <laughs> Which is the truth. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is what the market uh, uh, has teached me <laughs> throughout the years because uh, I know perfectly that if you change your style. Or you invent uh, every time uh, a new style, like Metallica, you remember. Mm-hmm. You know, the lightning, uh, the uh, justice for all, and so on. Every time was a new genre, you know? Yeah. But they invent basically four or five genres, you know, trash metal, new metal, and so on. Then it could work, but you have to be Metallica, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> works with them. <laughs> yeah, or or if you if you if you take it easy, like uh, I don't know Iron Maiden, like Slayer, etc. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. you invent your own thing and you go ahead and you never change because uh, how long does it take to you to recognize a Slayer? Three seconds, exactly. five seconds. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I will. But they never changed. They've changed. They may have done different albums, different uh, production, etc. Yeah. But Slayer is Slayer. So my suggestion yes, would be Slayer, keep, indeed. <laughs> keep doing, keep doing what you do. I mean, if you change style, you dig your own grave. Change name, change band, change everything. Then okay, 
but uh, the same band with a different style is really not gonna work. Yeah, I always tell I them agree. because if they change their original style, they're not gonna be as happy with the music in general, so they're not gonna perform quite as well, so they're not gonna do well. Yeah, of course, of course. But also they're gonna lose the fans, and they're yeah. gonna lose their own fans. Yeah. I mean, Paradise, Paradise lost this mistake. I mean, Paradise Lost is a band that I really, really like, but when I think of the albums where they try to copy the Depeche Mode, yeah. they are just ridiculous, you know? Mm -hmm. Now they got back to Doom Metal, and the new record, it's just amazing, you know? But they have to go back to Doom Metal, because when they tried to do the Depeche Mode, they were ridiculous. Yeah. And nobody were and nobody were listening to the, to Paradise Lost anymore. Right. And nobody was buying the records anymore. Mm -hmm. But the last album they got back to do metal. Yes they did. I bought it. I, I bought it. I ordered it for Lucas Dust because uh, it's so good I wanted to play it in my car. Mm -hmm. So just uh, just to tell you one very simple example, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You remember this couple of uh, this couple of uh, electronic albums from uh, Paradise Lost, where they? I do. Where, well, I, I I also know the producer of these two records, and uh, I, I actually been uh, at dinner and lunch with this guy. I don't want to say the name, but but he has basically ruined the band, you know. Yeah. I agree. But it was great with the patch. It was great with the patch mode actually because he also produced the patch mode and it was perfect with the patch mode, you know. But it was not very good for with Paradise Lost no. because Paradise Lost changed the genre, and this was a huge mistake, you know. Yes, yep, it was. it was. It definitely was. Yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break again, and we are going to play Final Coil. You waste my time. We will be. Back with Charlie in about five minutes. <laughs>
And you are back with DJ Fire and Fire's Flames and Carlo from Wormhole Death Records. Yeah! Yeah, I don't need to hanging out. <laughs> I had to let the dogs out because they don't know how to shut up. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, you made it. We try to lose him all the time, but he keeps coming back. I don't know what we're doing wrong. I'm a permanent resident. <laughs> So what else do you want to talk about today, Carlo? Oh, sorry? What else would you like to ta- tell us about? Oh, uh, well, uh, I would like to tell, I would like to talk about uh, just, uh, just a couple of minutes about uh, what is behind, uh, what is behind my, my project. Awesome. I... Yeah, I I started this uh, I started this label for for the love of music and uh, for the love of, for the passion for music, uh, and uh, I don't want to sound like a big head or an inflated balloon, but I have been successful. Okay, uh, successful in a way that uh, I can be happy and live uh, with the job I love and uh, with uh, the. Um, do the job, the day job I like. Mm-hmm. I wake up the morning happy. I have enough money to do everything I want, uh, etc. Because if you are good, you can still make a lot of money with music. But yeah. uh, obviously, I am not complete because uh, there is something behind this, and uh, I am working so hard, like uh, probably 15, 16, 17 hours per day. Because I want to work another 10, 15 years and then retire to help uh, to create my own shelter mm-hmm. and to go in the poor, in the poor countries uh, to get the stray dogs and uh, and to take the dogs uh, in my shelter, uh, give them medical care, give them uh, uh, everything they need to be healthy and try to give them an adoption so basically i'm doing everything uh, to create uh, when i when i retire from from the music business uh, i will start my own shelter and i will use all the money i have uh, i have made with music to save uh, stray dogs and uh, i want to tell the people to stop eating animals because uh, uh, it's unhealthy, it's very bad for your health, mm-hmm. and also there is so much suffering and so much pain behind uh, that uh, piece of meat that you have in your plate. And uh, uh, I want to say that uh, I, I'm not judging anybody. I mean, a lot of my friends eat meat and uh, are, are, let's say, normal, not vegetarian or, or vegans. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to tell everybody to start thinking about it. At least uh, think about it uh, and think about, uh, watch videos about the farming of animals, uh, watch watch, uh, documentaries, uh, follow these these, uh, organizations who show you what uh, the meat industry and the dairy industry the fish farming is for real. 
you know? Yeah, it is. Because, I've seen uh, a lot of them. Yeah, me too. Every, every, everything you see is beautiful, you know? The amazing shoes is stick in your plate uh, with a... Even if when it's raw, with the nice packaging and the ticket, uh, but this is blood basically. Mm-hmm. This is suffering, and uh, the animals are not treated well, and uh, there is so much pain and suffering. But mainly, mainly, what I wanted to tell everybody is to try to help the stray dogs. That's really important because uh, those poor dogs uh, are born on the street. They are alone. They are starving. They have disease, and uh, when you see a stray dog, uh, try to help him because uh, there is so much suffering behind this. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. Yeah, my project, my project is to is to uh, make as much money as I can and uh, doing the job I like, producing quality music. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change my vision just because I have a project mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but when I will retire I think it's gonna be 10 15 years or something like this uh, I will start my own shelter and I will help uh, all the stray dogs I can I don't know a thousand two thousand three thousand I don't know how much it's gonna be uh, I will go I will buy a <laughs> sorry I said it could be more than that. Mm-hmm. You're talking to dog lovers right here, dude. I think that's incredible. God bless you, man. Yeah, my yeah, thanks a lot, Matt. You're my welcome. local police department has gotten mad at me several times because I carry a baseball bat in my car. And if I'm driving down the road and I see somebody abusing an animal, I pull my car over, I grab my baseball bat, and I walk right up to him, and I'm like, that dog's coming with me. And if you got something to say about it, you can say it to my baseball bat. And they're like, take them, take them. And I'll call the police afterwards. And they're like, would you quit doing that? One of these days, somebody's going to hurt you. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm defending an animal. I don't care if I get hurt. Yeah, but I have a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And even being female, I've n- not one man has ever dared stand up to me holding, a- holding my baseball bat. They let me take the dog. Yeah, I understand, obviously. It's outstanding. Uh, uh, what, I wanted to, what I wanted to say is that, uh, is that uh, we, need, uh, we need a final, final goal, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, everything we do in life, uh, it's, uh, it's for the final goal. And everybody should have a final goal. My final goal is to create this, uh, this uh, shelter, Buy a, buy a van and go in these poor countries like uh, Romania, Hungary, Bulgaria, Russia, and so on, mm-hmm. and uh, pick up as many dogs as I can and uh, take them to my shelter, help them, give them medical care, put them in shape, uh, put, them, put them in good health, and try to give them for adoption. That's what I'm going to do the last years of my life and when I will retire from the music business. That's incredible, man. Yeah, well, if I can get over there, you got me as a volunteer. I'll work for it. I do. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, you guys are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a you dog lover, man. I hate seeing straight dogs out there suffering, man. Oh, see, and, and at one point I had 20 dogs because I would rescue them and then I can't bear to give them up. I'm like, no, they're mine now. 
Yeah, I mean, dogs are dogs are just the perfect creation. You know, they are they are the best uh, the best creation of, uh, of of the world because they are so they have everything good. You know, mm-hmm. they are loyal. They are they are they are always happy, and they have the truth. We don't have the truth. Animals have the truth. We don't. Yep. Yes. You know, I agree. Very true. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. I mean, uh, when uh, when I started my label, the first uh, the first things that our music wrote in the press release uh, was like uh, the label works uh, carefully with treatment of of animals, and uh, we have been cooperating with a lot of these uh, with a lot of these uh, organizations. For mm-hmm. instance, we have been working with PETA, people for uh, for ethical treatment of animals. Uh, mm-hmm for so long, Peter too, the, for, for the kids, you know, for the young yeah. generations. And uh, we have been signing a lot of bands who play, who play music uh, and have this message about uh, veganism and uh, animal rights. For instance, The Way of Purity is one of the bands who, they are even associated to Animal Liberation Front and they they fight for animal rights. Uh, that's why we release their albums because they fight for animal rights, and that's what they do uh, as the main message of the music. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't give a shit. They don't have. Uh, they don't put the faces. They don't put the names. Uh, we don't know where they are from. Nobody knows where they are from because they don't care about showing off. Mm-hmm. They only care about spreading the message. You know about right. animals' rights. Yeah. Well, and you that's what know, I like. I mean, you may know sorry? who I can contact. Um, I had come across a picture of a singer. Um, I believe he is from Nigeria. I'm not 100% sure. But he's on stage holding a dog by a leash and kicking him. And I posted it. Oh, I remember that. And I was telling everybody, if you know who this is, do not buy his music, do not buy his merch, do not support him. You know, he's abusive to animals. But I don't know who I could report it to, you know, for somebody to to find this guy and, you Uh, know, somehow put a stop to it. That's horrendous. That's, that's, That's really horrendous. Yeah, and the guy does it on stage in front of an audience. Well, I mean, he's, he's crazy still alive because uh, <laughs> I don't know if he finds somebody in the audience uh, which is uh, I don't know like me or you or yeah. or, or us. Yeah. Uh, they gonna they gonna rip him off and uh, rip his head off, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. throw him in the in the drain because uh, I don't know if he, if you abuse a dog in front of me, it's not gonna end well, you know. Yeah, exactly. Me neither. <laughs> So, yeah, you'll have to, uh, if you know who I can contact to send them the uh, picture and the information that I have, I'd be more than happy for somebody to, you know, stop this guy from what he's doing. Well, if you send me, if you send me the, all the information you have, uh, I will spread it through the organizations. I, I know I, I have a big mail, mail out of uh, animal rights organization mm-hmm. and maybe some may. Somebody may get back to me and uh, tell me where he is. Uh, 
Yeah, just send me the send me the information you have. These photo footages or whatever you have about this person, and we will uh, we will see what we can do. I mean, uh, I want to I want to help you, of course. Oh, that would be great, because yeah, I don't want this guy. You know, he doesn't deserve to be in the music industry. Not if he's going to be abusive. No, no, absolutely, I agree. Yep, makes three of us. <sighs> Yeah, but there are people who don't, don't, don't know what to invent anymore, and they do this crap just to, just to, I don't know, to, 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 to look uh, cool or to look whatever, but the problem is that they look horrendous. They look like, they, this guy looks like a monster. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see him, but yeah. he looks like a monster to me, you know? Yeah, if that's your gimmick. If your gimmick is kicking a dog around on stage, then you know what? You're a piece of garbage, and your gimmick sucks, and you don't need to be in the music industry. Yep. Uh, absolutely, I agree. I agree. I have a question yes, for you. Yeah, 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 go ahead. What could ask me? What could we all expect in 2021 with Wormhole Death? Any new uh, cool signings coming up? Something uh, you know us metalheads could uh, actually be looking forward to. Okay. Uh, obviously. We are always working on a lot of productions together, you know. It's not that we work on an album, we release it, and then we work on the, on the next one. Obviously, to have, uh, to, to keep the, the flow of releases for the distributors and the media and everything, we have to work on many releases in the same, at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, and obviously I am working on a lot of, uh, of records and a lot of productions nice. uh, I can I can say that uh, there are there are so many so many interesting bands I don't want to say unique because it's a, it's a big word it's too big for for, right. for, for, for what we are but uh, uh, I think that there is a band from England that we are producing now. Mm -hmm. That uh, are going to are going to unleash uh, an amazing record, and uh, I can say the name now because they, it's not announced. So uh, obviously, I don't want to burn the hype. And uh, yeah, but, but uh, there is a band from England we have that have uh, created that have uh, written so, some demos which are really, really, really outstanding. Awesome. And uh, it's it's uh, some kind of progressive, uh, progressive uh, indie rock. Something very very strange. Mm -hmm. They play indie rock with this progressive, with this progressive approach. Uh, then uh, we are, as I said, we are working on the Shiver new album. We will release a new album for Lamori as well. Mm -hmm. uh, then, uh, let me think. Uh, quite a lot of good bands from France as well. Mm -hmm. France is uh, France is uh, giving birth to a lot of very interesting bands now. More than England, more than Germany, more than many other countries, France is. Uh, France is, uh, is rising in the, in the music uh, in the music scene in the music business 
That's but cool. to be honest, uh, to be honest, there is a little bit too much going on to pinpoint to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the so what can I say is that you can expect uh, a bunch of very, very, very good releases and uh, outstanding releases, and obviously a lot of uh, a lot of good releases which are which are more like uh, let's say catalog releases mm -hmm. which are. Very good, very good albums, maybe, maybe debut albums, so still growing, uh, still developing, but uh, there are a lot of uh, good releases that we are working on now, and uh, I'm really, I'm really happy, I'm really positive. The only, the only thing is this virus thing, uh, which we don't know where we're gonna end up with this, and uh, right. we don't know how it's gonna be. Right. Now, so for, all the metal heads, for all the metalheads listening, find Wormhole Death Records. Um, I, I believe it's WormholeDeathRecords.com. Is that the website? Yeah, WormholeDeath.com. WormholeDeath.com. And sign up for their yeah. mailing list. You get all the latest. That's I know true. because I'm on the mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you are, yeah, awesome, yeah. And we're yeah. getting t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Don't forget to send me the address, please. We and will do that. Grazie. <laughs> oh, DJ Scott no here, and he he's in the middle of, well, he's starting dinner, and he says, I want one. <laughs> Well, I know it is late in Italy. It's almost 2 a.m. there for you? Yeah, yeah I am wrecked right now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> well, we're going yeah. to go so you can get some sleep, so you can make some more music for us. Or get more wrecked. <laughs> or get more wrecked, whichever you prefer. <sighs> we want to thank you for taking time to be on our show. Absolutely. Horns up! Yeah, we look forward to more music coming from Wormhole, from all your bands, and I play a lot of them on my show As do every I. time I'm on air. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. You are amazing, and uh, I'm honored to be to be here talking to you guys, and uh, you are so nice and cool, and uh, I, I don't know how to thank you enough, I mean... You just did. You did the interview. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I mean that was a great uh, that was a great chance for me to say what I want to say and what I want well, what I think, you know. And uh, I'm so grateful to you guys. And also, it was fun to, talking to you. And I really hope that one day I will be able to meet you guys in person. Oh, that would be it. awesome. Either we got to go to Italy to or you got to come to the U.S. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'd be willing to travel to Florence. <laughs> well, if you, if you guys, if you come to Italy, really, just uh, just let me know, for real. I will I will pick you up and we go out uh, we go out for a pizza together, etc. So if you, come, oh, if you come to Italy, really, do not hesitate to let me know. Oh, we will let you know. Absolutely. You know where to find me. You know where to find me. Yep. That we do. Yeah, I know very right where to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Wormhole death. 
thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. You Thanks have a, a Carlo, thank you, brother. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a. We had a great time. We enjoyed talking with you. We enjoyed the music you produce Absolutely. and that your label puts out. And we look forward to a lot more. Thanks again, guys. Same here. Same here. Absolutely. All right, man. Okay, we're going to let Carlo go because it's almost 2 a.m. in Italy. And I'm going to lead our next set off with some Judas Priest.
Alright, you are back with DJ Fire and Fire's Flames, and that was some Judas Priest and Jackal. There's ghosts in here! Oh, there's always ghosts in my house. And the Joker running around the house again. Anyway, we're going to keep up with the metal. But I have yeah. opened up request pages. They are set at 3 for I 30 minutes. Okay, Ink, that was a little TMI. He's got fleas. Uh, Deb, um, you might need to give him a flea dip. I have a phone somewhere. Just so you know. <laughs> We're going back to the music and we're kicking off the next set with some Iron Maiden. You got DJ Fire and Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio. Wow. 
What I saw that night was real and not just fantasy Just what I saw in my old dreams Were the reflections of my woman staring back at me
Alright, that was some Iron Maiden Imperial Age. He killed three and Zahara. I've got coming up three doors down and four non-blondes by request. I've got some ACDC by request. I've got some Nazareth and Nickelback also by request. Oh, and some Ozzy. And in between that, we threw in some Mushroom Head and the Anchor and Vatican. You got DJ Fire and Fire Slanks where you want the best. I got the best right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio.
Alright, that was Three Doors Down, Four Non Blondes by request, The Anchor, and ACDC by request. I've got a lot more music coming up. I've got about a half hour or so left to my show, and then Latino Heat will be taking over. Keep rocking you through your night. You got DJ Fire with Fire's Flames where you want the best. I got the best right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio.
muscles coming under Each night seems like it's getting worse And I wish she'd take the night off So I don't have to bite off Every asshole coming under It happens every night she works They'll go and ask the DJ To find out just what will she say If they all tried coming Contestant Is that Your head Or my Girlfriend Is that Your hand I wish you'd do it again I wish you leave it limping And I wish you'd do it again I wish you leave it limping There goes the next contestant Contestant Is that Your hand Or my Girlfriend Is that Your hand I wish you'd do it again I wish you'd leave it limping And I wish you'd do it again I wish you'd leave it limping There goes the next contestant Coming home 
Right, that was Mushroom Head, Nazareth, Vatican, Nickelback, and some Ozzy. I've got three more songs left for tonight. Uh, sorry, Latino, I think I'm going a little over. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, I've got Lethal Injection, Lords of Salem, and some Ronnie Monroe. I will be back Tuesday night. With a live interview, we will have Limber Lost live on air. So make sure to tune in. You can ask questions. We will answer them live for you. And until then, this is DJ Fire with Fire's Flames, where you want the best. I got the best. Right here on Breakouts DJ's Radio.
Say goodbye. 